who is the most valuable rookie quarterback going forward? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in the Prize Pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher today. Joined by the absolutely awesome Kate Magic, who changed her Twitter handle to at Kate Magic. I, you know how I knew that this morning, Kate? is because I went to the, I typed in my search bar at FF Ball Blast to send you the link, and it didn't pop up. So that's wah, how I knew wah. it back. Yeah, yeah I, it, I'm, I'm it, new year, new me, baby. Um, at Kate Majuk, it's at K A T E. M-A-G-D-Z-I-U-K. That's how I'm forcing people to learn how to spell my last name. It's casual. Perfect. It's brainwashing. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, we're going to be talking about some rookie quarterbacks, Kate, because I believe we have four rookie quarterbacks starting this week, right? Malik Willis. Yeah. We've got Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, and Brock Purdy. Like that's If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that we'd have four quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks starting in week 15 and week 16, I would have told you absolutely not, but we're here, and let's talk about these guys. Okay, I want your thoughts on Malik Willis, who looks like he's going to start the rest of the season for Tennessee. What are your thoughts on his long-term dynasty value? Mark, uh, Marcus, I, I think the biggest takeaway for me, I, as I was doing some research for our podcast today and trying to seed through this rookie quarterback class, I've realized maybe the answer is none of them. Yes. But if there was one that we're still going to put some stock in, I do still think it is Malik Willis, just based on on upside and, and raw ability alone, right? But the issue, Marcus, is that we've actually had like a relatively decent sample size from Malik Willis at You've this At least point. seen him a little bit play. We've seen him a little bit. We got to see him in the preseason, played three preseason games. Even in that span, like just didn't look comfortable, right? No. I don't necessarily think this team has put him in a position to be super comfortable. The Outside of Derrick Henry, like this is not a uh, established receiving core by any stretch of the imagination. You've got Austin Hooper, Nick Westbrook, Akine, like – Traylon Burks has been banged up and, and, you know, not fully available. Like it's been uh, not a great receiving core to evaluate Malik Willis. And that is the biggest issue. My question is how much different would Malik Willis look if he were throwing to AJ Brown this season? And I think if you can answer that question in a positive way, go trade for Malik Willis. Cause I don't think this situation in Tennessee Like, we've seen them build a roster before. I I think Traylon Burks, extremely talented. Looks like a running back after the catch. Like, such a tough – he's a tough wide receiver. Yeah. And I think as he continues to develop, 
as Malik Willis continues to develop, I think they're going to, I, I hope, make some investment in the receiving core, uh, whether that be by trade this offseason or, mm-hmm. um, you know, agency, whatever, draft, whatever yeah. they're going to do. I don't think this is long term. So that question for me comes down to what do you think Malik Willis would be doing with AJ Brown right now? They're not going to get AJ Brown back, no, but no. it's a barometer for me as to whether or not you should trade for him. We, we should also mention they have PFF's uh, lowest graded offensive line right now. So the situation's about as bad as you can get. But I have a strange and odd question for you. Okay. Oh, oh. do you think Malik Willis's dynasty value would be higher right now if he hadn't played yet? Yes, I do. Uh, You've seen him for what? Basically two full games now? Seen him for two full games. And uh, we also, again, had that um, that blip in the preseason where we got to see, uh, you know, a decent amount of playing time Um, in the pre-draft process. Marcus, like, I mean, Malik Willis falling to the third round was a shock for everybody. There are rumors that this guy could be going top 10. And we knew very much. This was about a, a, you know, an upside play very much like Trey Lance, you know, like did we necessarily see it in the huge sample size uh, or in a a huge sample size? No, but you knew he had a lot of traits that were going to make him a really good quarterback at the next level. It's just about developing those traits into a complete, uh, into a complete leader. We know he's a great kid off the field. Uh, We know he's a very gifted runner. None of those things have changed for me. It's just been, uh, you know, I, I think it boils down to a lack of receiving weapons. Like, I don't know how to properly evaluate this quarterback with the the weapons he's been throwing to, period. I mean, it's, it's a very fair take. I should mention that his dynasty ADP in March was 139. In April, it was 147. Kate, as of early December 2022, 200. He's dropped 50 spots since the draft, and I can understand why, right? The, the belief was, okay, hey, this guy needs at least a year before he's ready to start. Hey, I just don't see – unless he's awesome these final three games because it sounds like Brian Tannehill is going to miss the rest of the regular season. Unless he's absolutely awesome, there's no way the Titans can go into week one of 2023 with him as their starter, right? There's just no way. See, again, this is where I go back to, I don't think it's fair to evaluate that. Like, I I don't think it's like the most uh, among uh, preseason, regular season, uh, Chigazim Okonkwo. Uh, Did I do it right? Did I say it right? Uh, Yes, Chiggy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Chiggy uh, has received the most targets out of any receiving option for Malik Willis when Malik Willis is throwing the ball. Uh, he's seen 12 of Malik Willis's total 82 pass attempts. But these, l- listen to this list, Marcus. This is who Malik Willis has been throwing to. Chiggy, Robert Woods, Mason Kinsey, Austin Hooper, Cody Hollister, Des, F- Des Fitzpatrick, <laughs> Kyle Phillips, Hassan Haskins, Nick Westbrook-Akine, Traylon Burks, Chris Conley, Dontrell Hilliard, Racy McMath, Never heard of him. Tory Carter, yeah. Reggie Robinson Jr., Julius Chestnut, Jordan Wilkins, David Wells, Tommy Hudson, CJ Board, Derek Henry, 
I've heard of him and Josh Gordon. Those are Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. <laughs> Those are the players, Marcus. In year 2022, Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh, yeah. What year is it? I don't know, Marcus, but like those are the players that have received a target so far. Yeah. And that's the complete list of players that have received a target in Malik Willis's career. Tell me how it's fair to evaluate this quarterback based on that list. It's not. It's not so fair. My takeaway is to go trade. It, uh, my takeaway is to go trade for Malik Willis, especially with that drop in ADP. Um, if I'm in a super flex league, uh, you know, what do you send for Malik Willis? See, I think I'm I'm just in a different spot. I I, I wouldn't trade for Malik Willis. I'm, I'm good just passing here. And if he ends up becoming a top 15 dynasty quarterback, great. I just I, Konami I, code, Marcus. I know. That is the thing. That, like, it, would you rather have? Um, I don't. Let's let's talk about some like mid tier quarterbacks, right? All right. So I've got the um, names next to him. Ready? Uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is next. Yep. Malik Carson Willis. Wentz. Malik Willis. Jordan Love. Malik Willis. Marcus. It's Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. How about uh, Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill? Straight up. Oh, I don't have Tannehill. Malik Willis or Matthew Stafford? Stafford. Malik Willis or Tom Brady? Brady. You are deranged. Marcus. I, I'm just not that high on Malik Willis. I'm sorry. I just, I think he's a third round quarterback that shows that he's probably a year away from being a year away. So I'd rather have somebody like Brady who still putting up some really good stats. It hasn't done much for fantasy. I know. If you're rolling, like for me, this is all about chasing upside here. At a cheap price. I get it. I get it. I just not a big believer here. That's all right. We're allowed to disagree. Uh, We've got more rookie quarterbacks to to talk about. Kate, want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find an episode from the league available as a bonus episode of Locked On NFL, narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks. The league uh, is an eight-part docuseries about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, pro football. Each story offers equal parts history, entertainment, and social commentary. Head over to Locked.NFL for a bonus episode of The League or catch the full series wherever you get your podcast. Available now. Audible. Get in the game. All right, Kate, let's talk about another rookie quarterback that's starting this week. Desmond Ritter. He got his first action last week. Wasn't great. 13-26 for 97 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Did rush for 38 yards. How are you valuing Desmond Ritter going forward? Um, I'm I'm holding Pat. Uh, I, I like I'm not trading for him at this point. I have plenty of Desmond Ritter shares. I'm not looking to sell them low. Um, I think there are plenty of traits that get me excited about Desmond Ritter. I like, um, you know, it, I, I like generally speaking uh, his decision making coming out of the draft. Uh, his biggest issue had been accuracy prior. We saw that on display. Um, but I mean, this is still a, an offense that I think has a lot of promising pieces. Um, like we, we talk about Malik Willis. I, I feel like, um, 
you know, Desmond Ritter already has a lot of these exciting pieces that Malik Willis could only dream of. Tyler Algier breaking out. Uh, Drake London already shown to be just a, a really solid wide receiver without solid quarterback play. Kyle Pitts going to come back healthy next year. I think this team is building something special. And I do think if Desmond Ritter gets uh, more reps, I think he's got a lot of traits that I like, but I'm not, I'm not trying to trade for him like I am Malik Willis. I'm not trading for Ritter either, but I do like the situation so much more, not only just this year, but also long-term Kate, like the offensive line is drastically better in Atlanta, right? Uh, you're playing in a dome, which is really nice. You have a wide receiver that we really like in Drake London. Kyle Pitts will be back next year. Uh, year three is typically when the tight ends break out. You have a running game. Um, I just think the chance of Ritter becoming a usable fantasy quarterback is going to happen a lot quicker than it will for Malik Willis. And I also think there's just a good chance Atlanta doesn't draft a quarterback next year because they've won – Probably too many games. They're going to be drafting, I don't know, in the maybe double digits. We'll see. But I, I'm i holding. If I have Ritter on my teams, I'm holding and just waiting to see what the final three weeks of the season looks like. I don't care about the Saints game. The Saints have a pretty good defense. It's his first start of the, the year. It's whatever. I, I, I don't I, get I in a curious. rhythm. Like I, it. Yeah. I'm curious to see, like, he plays Baltimore this week. That's another tough defense. But like Arizona, Tampa Bay, the final two weeks of the season, just show me something, Ritter. Show me something. If I uh, were in a dynasty league with you and I had Desmond Ritter and you had Malik Willis, would you swap them straight up? Yes. Interesting. I, I have Ritter ranked ahead of Willis. Okay. All right. So it's, I, it's, I think it's, that's fair. I. I, I think, like I said, the, the situation, like if you could take the weapons and the situation in Atlanta and put Malik Willis in that situation, I think Malik yeah. Willis would be a huge buy, which just takes me back to the fact that Malik Willis, yeah. huge buy. Now, uh, now, probably the safest quarterback in this class is Kenny Pickett. He was the only quarterback that was drafted in the first round. Uh, he started the earliest. Um, it's pretty clear that Pittsburgh wants him to be the guy, and he's been somewhat usable for fantasy because of the running ability. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on Pickett, but because I think we kind of know what he is. I, he's a guy that's going to probably start for a while, never put up huge stats, and kind of always be in that QB 17 to QB 22 range. Does that feel right? That feels right. I like in that for that reason, Marcus. Like, I'm not super interested in Kenny Pickett. I know I've been like the biggest Kenny Pickett uh, hater, but he's been a QB three and 50% of his games played this year. That's, that's bad. That's now he did lead two of those games with early with the concussion, but at the same time, you're dealing with a quarterback that has now two concussions in the last two months of the season. And I, I think what provides him some of that upside for fantasy specifically is his mobility. Um, you know, this is a first round quarterback. I, like, I think the Steelers are going to have to play a, a, you know, walk a delicate line between utilizing that mobility that Kenny Pickett has versus protecting their quarterback. Like that, 
that's got to be a, a part of the equation. We know the Steelers are a, a fairly reliable organization. We know they don't move on very quickly once they make a commitment. So Reliable is a nice way to say stubborn, but okay. That's what I, yeah, I, like I hope uh, when my wife has conversations where she goes to call me stubborn, I hope she just says reliable. Um, but yeah, stubborn is probably the better word here. And it like, so from that perspective alone, you know, if Kenny Pickett's healthy, he's probably going to have this job uh, for the foreseeable future. And I, I think the Steelers are going to be extremely patient with Kenny Pickett. So if you also have that patience, great. But the question for me boils down to what is his upside? And I don't think that's, I, I don't think we have a, a whole lot of upside. He's, he's not yet had a QB one performance. And Kate, we know that Mike Tomlin, he likes to run the ball, play defense, have more of a conservative game approach. And we're seeing this, that, that play out this year. Like, they just ran the crap out of the ball against Carolina, and they won. I, I kind of think that's the way that they're going to want to play going forward. And it's just going to limit kind of Kenny Pickett's upside. So uh, we've got one more quarterback we need to talk about that's maybe the most intriguing of the bunch. Uh, but before we do that, we want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds trends for every single professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball in the world cup they've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts you can even find those as well it's always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting info head to the website today to use your mobile device and learn more bet online where the game starts we also wanted to give you a public service announcement from NHTSA. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers won't be able to tell? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And if you drive high, you have a chance to get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. All right, Kate. Let's talk about Brock Purdy, maybe the most interesting and valuable quarterback of all these rookies, the gun that was chosen last. Do you believe in Brock Purdy? I think he's pretty good, Marcus. Oh. Um, I, <laughs> I think he's pretty fun to watch. I think he's a pretty good story. Um, but I, like, I think that this is a team that is built to succeed without needing hero ball from the quarterback. And I do think that because of that, uh, because of the draft capital, I'm not buying that this team is going to buy into Brock Purdy long-term. I think he's going to be uh, treated probably as they plan to treat Jimmy Garoppolo this season as a really solid and reliable backup quarterback, which is what every team needs in the NFL the goal of every team 
should be to have a quarterback that can come in and look the part when asked to do it. But I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not buying into Brock Purdy long-term. If I have him, uh, I'm looking to sell in dynasty leagues. I don't have him in a ton of spots, but because I, um, be I, I just didn't win that waiver wire battle. Um, but I mean, would it, <laughs> I, I think one of the most interesting stats I came up with uh, in my research, Marcus, is that uh, Brock Purdy has more QB one performances than Kenny Pickett this year. So maybe that fantasy upside speaks for itself. Maybe. I, I just think even let's say best case scenario, he wins the job in 2023 and they move on from Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, right? We've got a pretty lo- big catalog of like Jimmy Garoppolo starts that show that that's not really a QB one in the offense. And while Brock Purdy is a little bit more athletic, he's not Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts. Like he's just not going to be that Konami code that you need. So it's going to have to be all on efficiency because we know that they're not going to throw the ball a lot because Debo is going to get carries. Christian McCaffrey is going to get carries. So I don't know. I think the, I think the upside's pretty limited, even though it's a quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Um, but I do think he has a chance to have middling fantasy value down the road. Would you rather have Brock Purdy or Malik Willis? Purdy. How are you? Oh my God. No, no, no. I don't know. I honestly, the answer is probably no. neither. Honestly, probably no, neither. You have to pick one. Purdy. Nope. Mm-hmm. We're done. All right. Yeah, we're done. Thanks uh, for listening, guys. Yeah, this I, think, been... I think the takeaway from this podcast is this is not the quarterback class, even after, you know, 15 games that you really want to invest in. Just wait. Just wait. This next year's quarterback class has so many more options. There's going to be nine to 10 teams that have, I just probably low. There's probably going to be 12 teams that have new starting quarterbacks next year. And we're going to forget about a lot of these guys outside of maybe Kenny Pickett, maybe. So just don't invest in them. I like, I think the last name that I I do kind of want to mention real quick is Bailey Zappi. Um, Has looked all right. We saw him look pretty capable in a couple of starts. Uh, leads this class in NFL passer rating. Uh, incredibly, Marcus has one more passing touchdown than Kenny Pickett. I'm just saying, um, leads this class in PFF passer rating. He's, I think, a decent enough stash. Like, I think, would you rather have Malik Willis or Bailey Zappi? Willis. Okay, can you rank this quarterback class for me in terms of their dynasty value? Because I just need to see something. Yeah, uh, probably Pickett, Ritter, Purdy, Willis, Zappy, Corral. It's so bad. I don't want any of these guys. I, that's just my takeaway. I don't want any of them. Yeah. Um... We're good. That's 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 just needs to be the take. We we don't want any of these guys. Except you want Malik Willis yeah. if you can get him on the super cheap. On the super cheap, uh, that Malik Willis. I think he's the only guy I'll actively look to acquire. But I wouldn't mind just 
a couple of shares of Bailey Zappi. We know he broke a lot of college records. Especially Um, in a a very quarterback-heavy super flex league. I get that. He's fine. I think he's a fine stash. I don't know that he'll ever get the opportunity to start, but I also don't think that where Mac Jones was drafted, from what we've seen from him so far, I don't think he's a player that the Patriots – necessarily have to commit to uh for as long as the Steelers are probably going to commit to Kenny Pickett so I agree we'll we'll see but Malik Willis I I guess is my QB one in this class yeah yeah it's not it's not great Malik Uh, Willis go trade for Malik Willis all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Lockdown Sports Today podcast. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Lockdown Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you download the Lockdown Dynasty podcast. Kate, you and I will be back tomorrow to break down the second-year quarterbacks that are going against each other tonight. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson picks number one and three from the – or I guess one and two from the 2021 class. I think that's working out a little better for one team than the other. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll be surprised tonight. Who knows? Uh, no, we're not Kate, be surprised. Can't wait, though. At our new Twitter handle, at Kate Madjuke. No blue check mark, but it's coming back soon. Uh, I am at Marcus underscore Moach. You can also listen to me on Locked on Cowboys. Kate, enjoy your Thursday night football game. We'll see you guys next time.